You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Is that like some kind of stunt you would pull for uh, when you were doing traffic reporting? Oh, Just, like you like going back to that? I think you, I think you resort back to that sometimes. Sometimes I do because it's lazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what would you do? What would you do if it was a hot day? Oh boy, it's a, a real tra- barn burner out there right now. A folks. real barn burner? Mm-hmm. Is that an actual thing you would do? Probably. You would call it a barn burner. Yeah, that's what oh, it's called. Okay, we need to do a fake traffic report with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, yeah, right. I, I'm so good at it still. Like, I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. I was hired with no experience whatsoever. That's ridiculous. Hello, everyone. Yeah. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody of something very important. And I don't know if I've ever said this before in my entire life, but I mean it more than ever right now. More than ever. And it is this. You are shopping in the wrong way if you are not going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Now, here's uh, some some important questions came up. Uh, people were said, hey, Greg, dear Greg. I get all of these emails all the time. Some people, me. they come up to you, they approach you and say, dear Greg. They walk up to me on the street and they're like, dear Greg, hey, I really want to shop in the right way, but I shop via my mobile device. Can I still shop uh, excellently with that? I, I kind of lost a little bit at the end there. Yeah, I, you're really like losing your zest. Well, I had the zest going, but I excellently was, was I just threw that one in there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but here's what I said. Cab. Well, no, no problem, dear ma'am or sir. Yes, yes, you can. Ma'am or sir? Ma'am or sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, yes, you can shop via your mobile device. How's that mouth of yours using today? the app? Here's what you do. You go to FunEmploymentRadio.com on your mobile device. You click on that Amazon link, and then it'll either open up the app for you, if you have the Amazon app, or it'll take you directly to the website. Yes, directly to the website where you can proceed with your shopping extravaganza and excellence. I like the phrase ma'am sir. Like dear it, ma'am For sir. some reason, it sounds, it has like a good flow to it. That can be the new, like, completely gender neutral kind of thing that you can a do. A ma'am sir. Yeah. Uh, hey, ma'am sir. Or it could mean nothing at all. I like it. Yeah. I like it because it's, it's all encompassing. See, I just started something right there. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, ma'am sir? you're not being able to talk. Uh, dear ma'am sir. Yeah, see, that way nobody can be get offended. Mm-hmm. Nobody can be mad about it. It's, it applies to everyone equally um, because it's not really a thing. It's just a made-up word. Yeah, okay, I like this. I like it, too. I've created something. Good job, Greg. And also, for all the mammersers out there, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon I link. I like okay. that. Mammersers. Mammersers. Yeah. All right. I don't know, mammerser. Let's just not talk about it anymore. We just always incorporate it into our lexicon, and then okay. it'll just be a thing. I've, I've done something. All right. I created something. Good for you, Greg. Yeah. You, you just pat yourself on the back Give over myself there. a gold star. Yeah, someone gets a gold star for the day. Anyway. Great job. So, so Sarah, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, back in the day was a traffic reporter for, for COIN. I here, was, for, for Channel 6 News. CBS here out of Portland. And you would, uh, yeah, if I, I remember correctly. for cr- about a year before I, uh, I ended up leaving because uh, I got another job, the Rick Emerson Show. So we basically, uh, I was doing both the Rick Emerson Show and doing uh, morning traffic reports where I had to be there at 4 fucking a.m. Oh. in the morning. But like, it's different, humanity. Than, it's different than radio because I had to be up at 4 a.m. with 
hair done, makeup done. Like, you can't be tired. You Wait, have to be, like, on. So did you have to be up at 4 a.m.? I had to be at the studio at 4 a.m. We started did at 4.30. You, did you already have to have all your makeup and hair done? Yes. You did it on your own? I did it on my own. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I first... So what time did you get up to do that? When I first got the gig, uh, I had to get up at about 3.30. I learned how to expedite the process pretty quickly. And I also learned that I didn't have to w- uh, worry about eye makeup if I wore glasses. So I had these fake glasses that I would wear. And I'd wear them every day so I wouldn't have to worry about that. And then I started uh, wearing my hair in a ponytail every day. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the trick. So you can get away with without doing mm-hmm. that. And would that buy you like 15 more minutes of sleep? No. Yeah. Yeah. About 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I had all these outfits that uh, they had a stylist pick out for me. And, you know, and I would have to wake up every morning and then I get, you know, the mean emails from old ladies saying what shit I looked like. And yeah. it's just. Whore. I know it was never like it was never the glasses or the dirty hair. It was always just my my <laughs> ugly clothes. I'm like, all right, well, at least they can't tell that I'm going on like one hour of sleep. It is still funny though that ladies would be up at four thirty five in the morning just waiting for some reporter to come on. Ooh, I don't like that one. Uh, just <laughs> to be so mean. Tap 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 tap. Yeah, but in order to have uh, to do a traffic report, like you had to learn how to fill up a lot of space because it was four thirty in the morning, and that means there's absolutely how long was a traffic break? A traffic break was about a minute and a half. 90 seconds mm-hmm. to go on traffic for Portland? I mean... Yeah. And especially back then, it was... I mean, now, I'll, I don't know what you'd really say. Just, oh, well, yep, that's it's, backed up. It's horrible everywhere. Backed up on the Banfield, uh, mm-hmm. 205 going into... Slow to stop and go. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the 205 I-5 interchange. Uh, and uh, the 26 headed in, sunset. Uh, yep, it's slowing down, but uh, looks fine uh, past uh, 180th. And, yeah, there. I don't know. No, you would have been a terrible traffic. Oh, that's about it, though. That's pretty much. I could stretch that out for a minute and a half. Want to watch me? And no, nobody so, wants to hear you stretch it for a minute and a half. Good morning, no, everybody out there. It. Right now, it is a bright, sunny summer day here in Portland, and looks like people are getting out of the house and hitting the road, uh, getting their work done before they head out for the weekend. Which the weekend coming up looks like it's going to be pretty good. But right now, Quite we're looking scorcher. at I five. Greg, oh. you're terrible at this. I'm stopping you from your, I'm so saving good. you from yourself. I was, That's that was the worst thing I've ever heard. That, that was so boring. You were terrible. That could have been an audition right there. No. I mean, that could have been my reel for this. No, I think, well, you would have not gotten Dear Coin, mm. I think uh, you're going to be interested in what I have to say here. Yeah, so I ended up doing, yeah, so I was a traffic reporter on Coin How would you fill 90 seconds? No, I want to hear how you'd fill 90 seconds. Oh, well, I, I can do that clearly. All right, well, I'm not going to do 90 seconds, Joe. I'll do like 30 seconds because nobody wants to hear about traffic. Well, wait a minute. You just told me I had to fill 90 seconds, so I was doing Nobody a whole bunch of... Nobody wants to hear me talk about like fake traffic I had for to put 90 a bunch seconds. Of filler. I had to put a, b- a bunch of filler there in the but beginning. I need to have some sort of like... Because there would always be some sort of, you know, like... Like music in the background. You'd have music in the background while you're doing... Yeah, it'd be like... Uh, what would it be like? Uh, like traffic instrumental, music. Um, pop music. I think it would be something We're like gonna that. We're going to type this in. Was this part of your filler that you would do for your 90 seconds? No, this but there was, would be This like... is how you got the job? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I can Google this. No, right I got the job the because I was like 100 pounds and 22 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I got the job. And, right. I worked in, and I worked in radio. So they're like, hey, that works. <laughs> Let's put her there. Because <laughs> I could talk and I, yeah, that was pretty much it. No, it was like really easy. So all you had to do was pick the you know the main thoroughfares, which is of course you know I five north and south. There's uh, I eighty four, which oh, is wait, the now band you're just field. explaining to me. Okay, I'm telling you. What am I supposed okay. to be doing the report right now? <clears throat> because I believe I just did all of that. All right, so you toss it to me. Toss it to me. Oh, we're well, right. We're going out to our traffic girl. Can I call you traffic girl? No, I'm not a traffic girl. <laughs> 
All right, God our, damn it. <laughs> our helicopter babe out our there right no, now. No, no, our no, transportation. our transfer, transportation guru. That's our me. Transportation guru. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. All right. Uh, well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I know you're here for me, but I am required by station bylaw to pass it over to our transportation guru uh, up there right now. Sarah, oh, how hi. are you doing? Oh, thanks for the handoff, Greg. Doesn't look like that nice airline's dress. receding at all today. Nice dress. Oh, thank you so much. Well, uh, as I'm looking out on the roads, looks like there's a little bit of congestion as you're heading on I-5 northbound. Uh, slow to stop and go as you head from northeast going all the way up to the interstate bridge. Southbound out of the city uh, is kind of... <laughs> fuck! I can't ah. do it, right? uh, Southbound out of the city, uh, you will see some delays seeing some brake lights out there as you approach 217. Inbound on the sunset, slow through the tunnel, loosens up as you head into downtown. As you head outbound on the Banfield, pretty clear as you head out toward Mount Hood. As you head inbound, however, expect to see some brake lights as you head past Lloyd Center and head toward the I-5 interchange. I'm Sarah. Back to you, Billy Bob. All right. Well, that wasn't 90 seconds, but that was more than enough. Don't forget. She no, but you have to remember, I have to, I usually have, I have the clicker and I could show like, and then I had graphics behind I was me. still signing off. You just interrupted. This is why you'd be terrible at the job. So no. I had, I, and I'd have graphics behind me and I'd click and it'd be like, uh, and, and then I'd give the estimated times. It'd be like, uh, it looks like it'll take you about 16 minutes if you're heading inbound on I-84 from the airport uh, all the way to the I-5 interchange. Heading in from the Banfield, uh, you're going to see some stopping as you head from the zoo all the way to the Vista Ridge Tunnel. Her hair is in a ponytail because she doesn't shower, folks. I do not morning shower. I smell disgusting. Very dirty. That's why we put her in a helicopter. All right, but anyway. And I can't wait to hear from all the old ladies who hate my (laughs) pink jacket that I'm required to wear. (laughs) All right. Well, okay, I guess you can kind of do it. But anyway, we were talking about that because you were talking about the weather, which we're not going to Greg, talk about on this but show. but I have to say, so this is what this, I would do, like, totally, if I was, because I'm like, Greg, we need to talk about it. And Greg, for some reason, doesn't want to talk about it. Do you know it's going to be 101 degrees today, Greg? Yeah. Greg, it's going to be a heat wave today. It's really going to be a barn burner. So that would be something you would have done on your... Yeah. Do you even oh. know what barn burner means? It means that it's hot enough to set the barn on fire. Is that really all it means? Yeah. Because that's not no. No, that's actually it's not a Is very good reference. Yeah, it's yeah. Is it racist? Highway. What? Yeah, that's not, not a good thing. A barn refers to a home and what they're ref- Yeah, no, that is not a good no, you shouldn't actually use that. No, it is. Shut up. Stop messing with me. <laughs> You're such a dick. Now look at this. An event to, uh, that's very exciting or intense. All right. Well, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with you. You are a jerk. <laughs> I'm so like gun shy that we're like offending people. Yeah, uh, it's all right, ma'am, sir. All right. So, um, yes, it is going to be hot this week. <laughs> so there we go. Wow. How hot is it, Sarah? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, this show is going off the rails really it's quick. It's looking like I it's going to be real this, um, toasty out there, Greg. It is going to... Please don't do that today. This is falling apart 14 minutes in. I will say this. Because of the weather, though, this weekend, I'm going to be getting up early. I am... uh, I may have... I may be doing something for the first time ever. With a partner. 
<laughs> oh, stop no. giving me these softballs. <laughs> I'm just not even going to touch that. No, I... I uh, You're going to be doing something for the first for time with a partner. people who know, uh, you know, if you listen to Fun Employment Radio, you know I got a metal detector, uh, my own very own metal detector last year. I'm sorry, how did you and, get that? Nah, somebody gave it to me for my birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. And Somebody's two for two for the most awesome birthday presents for Greg hey, ever. I've done pretty good, too. Let's not, like, You have. Dismiss. No, you've done great, but I'm saying, like, but I... You know I win. Come on. Oh. A metal detector and a soda stream? Oh, okay. I'm just trying to gear you up for this October. Well, we good thing we've already had two for two on good presents. Now it's uh, going back to going back to the basics. So, uh, anyway. Um, Wait, so what are you going to be doing with a partner? So, I haven't gone and done this before, but I may be going to metal detect with a group. <laughs> I don't know if I should admit this or not. You I probably shouldn't have admitted this. Admit yeah, this. no, I've got a couple friends. Who are in like the middle I don't know if they want their names on the air though, so I'm not going to say their names. I'm not going to because I don't. I didn't clear it with them. But we are uh, got a little group. There's three of us. Oh, well, one of one God. of us hasn't really been officially invited to the thing. There's two of us that are forming this. Um, but I'm just going to clue, clue him into it because there's only three of us that I know that metal detect. And we may go on a little uh, metal detecting group. We may go do some you metal detecting. You mean on an adventure? Well, we on may On a metal detecting adventure? Treasure hunting could be another way to look oh, at it. Oh, Greg. We might, we might go do a little a little treasure hunting in the morning. Where, where are you going to go hunt for treasures? Well, I'm not going to say exactly where. Oh, because you don't I'm, want other people to I'm show not going to give away where detectors. it is. Yeah. I'm not going to give away where it is, but I'm just going to say if we find some treasures, yeah, there's already haters in the in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Stop saying live haters. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's my it's my word today. Oh, my God. I know. I've seen that. There's already hashtag haters everywhere. And I'm just saying I'm, uh, I'm going to give it a shot this weekend. We're going to go out. We're going to grid a section. Do you each get a separate grid? Eric, and have you discussed... We haven't the, talked about that. I know. I was going to say, have you discussed the parameters? Like if one of you finds like a like a doubloon. A what? Isn't that what they're called? A doubloon? I have no idea what you're talking like about. A, if like you don't fan- know what you're talking about, why would you even use that word? Like a coin. Isn't that like a... A, a doubloon? Yeah. Is that something I should know or are you just making... Like a making... Spanish doubloon. Or oh. Okay, that's what you're talking about. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right. You, I was you right. Yeah, you were good. How I was dare wrong. you try to make me think I, I don't admit, know what I'm talking about? I should have known. I should have known that. Yes. I should have known that. Yeah. So if you found fair any, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You should be I embarrassed. Give you, I give you credit. You yes. Should be embarrassed. I am. Yes. I'll take it out of the podcast. <laughs> you are so, not going to take it out of the podcast. That way, nobody will know. <laughs> nobody will know. I ever. All said of our that. live listeners know. I fix everything in post. You don't I, listen. You know, so, actually, you could, and I don't like. I could not even be on the show, and I just don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes you do. Greg. Anyway. Yes, if what somebody finds one, how does that how does the group divide it up? That part I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so like if you find like a, a rare Spanish doubloon, then you know <laughs> it's you, because of the conquistadors that were mm-hmm. here in Portland. You never know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. No, you're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um Yeah, like if you find it, do you have to split it with J- Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say their names. With uh anybody else that you're gonna be doing this with? <sighs> I don't know. We haven't talked about any rules. We or just like, had a couple of beers and decided to, this. To split it with you? Like, what is happening? I don't know. There's no, there's no rules that have been laid down. What if you find a diamond ring? Does someone pawn it? I mean, and then, this, like, is, this is at the third? beginning of the, of the, I mean, I don't know if gang's the right word. I mean, how did the, like with the Hells Angels when they formed, like how did they divide that stuff up, divide up the spoils? Because I mean, I figure 
A, we're going to be kind of intimidating to people because we will be a gang. Yeah, we'll probably because they're going to think you're like psychotic murderers. No, we'll probably Those have to get jackets. Weird ga- oh. We'll have to come up with a logo. Like that's what more I'm more concerned with right now is coming up with the name, the logo, the jackets. We have to have the memorabilia. Got to get a website set up. You came up with one. Weren't you going to be like the metal defector or something? Didn't you mm. come up with some name? I did, but that was a while ago, and I forgot now. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was. Wait, so you're trying to, so you're trying to figure out what name to name yeah. What, your... what, what should we name it? Because it's got to be a a good snappy name, something that dudes will be afraid of but want to join, and something chicks will be like, oh, what's that? That sounds dangerous but alluring. You know, something like that. It's got to have a snappy. Are you gonna have like a sateen jacket? A what a sateen jacket? How are how am I saying a these? satin jacket? No, sateen. It's like that, uh, like the really shiny like um, jackets that can be. Embroidered. I usually. Am quite quite astute at uh, understanding <laughs> what's going on here, but I, this is twice the doubloon. I'm embarrassed about. I'm quite embarrassed about that. Sateen. Now I don't know what that is. What is sateen? Sateen is like a shiny, like a shiny jacket, like one that you can get embroidered. Okay. Again, I stumped Gray. Yeah, you stumped me on that one. <laughs> doubloon. That's my. That's on me. This one, I don't. I have no idea what that is. All right. So, anyway. I, I don't know, maybe, but I'm thinking more like leather with like a catchy logo. Oh man! And uh, and something you know something on there. I don't know if we need that shiny, but something that I says, think you "Hey, do, boom, because you're some bling." For sh- no, because you're looking for shiny things. Maybe some okay. Well, then maybe some shiny. rhinestones. Maybe some rhinestones. Oh, you know, something boy. to give it a little shine. Be like, give it a little sparkle. Yeah, the gold diggers mm-hmm. or something like that. Or, no, that sounds no. I don't want to. <laughs> don't want to be that. Uh, yeah, but we do have to come up with something. You know, because it's going to be quite an intimidating thing. I'm probably going to have to get a tattoo. Okay, well, you have to come up with the rules before you start searching for treasures. Because once once the treasure is found, like yeah, if there's no rules, what could happen? Yeah, then someone like what? Somebody turns on somebody else Mm -hmm. out there. Oh no! It could be like a metal detector beat down. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can beat each other with your metal detectors. No, we're the first ones in. I think that's for other people who want to join. We don't have to beat each other up. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll be fine. Um, oh yeah, the honey hole—that's what it's called when you find a when you find a sweet treasure. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, honey hole. No, uh-huh. it's not. no, it is. I've watched the uh, Detectorists a couple of times, and then there's another show too about them. There's there's two different shows about metal detectors now, and yeah, that uh, honey hole I think is is what it's called. I think because they're the only reason that there's shows about metal detectors is because everyone knows that metal detector people are weird. Well, you mean smart and yeah, it's not just like it's, adventurers. I would, I would, kind of the Indiana Jones of the modern I world. I would venture to guess that are are they taken like treasure quite hunters seriously when they're in their metal detector shows? Like, oh yeah, just like wow, look at that dreamy metal. No, detector. they get sent out to places to go metal detect it to find treasures, or people hire them. It's kind of like the A team kind of situation where it's like, oh, you lost a ring and you can't find it. Maybe you can hire, you know, and then we need our name, whatever our name's going to be. You haven't gone metal detecting in such a long time, though. I mean, have you even, like, metal detected your backyard or, like, yeah. any any of your property? Yeah. Have you found anything? Yeah. I found my missing keys. Just, uh, that was, like, two months ago. Oh, yeah, that was in your, what, in your bin, like, your branch bin? I would have never found it. Mm-hmm. I would have never found them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I have metal. De- Actually, my metal detector is out on loan right now. I'm getting it back to- later today. I loaned it to Jules from Australia. His parents live here, and I loaned it to them to look for. Uh, they were looking for something. He buried like a time capsule back when he was a kid, and they can't find it in the backyard. So they're they're using it. But I'm I'm meeting up. Did with they his find mom. it? I don't That'd know. Be exciting. I don't think they did. I'm oh. meeting up with his mom today to get it back. 
It's very strange. It's very strange. And now that I bring that up, but yeah. So anyway, yes, I'm going to be doing some metal detecting. It's I've got a former gang. Found it. I want to see what's in Jules's uh, secret buried thing. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll ask him. Okay, I'll 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 see what happened there. What if you have one in your backyard? I mean, your house is so old. Somebody could have buried like a lunch pail full of like old baseball cards or something, and you don't know it. Or DB Cooper money. Mm-hmm. Could or DB Cooper could have, yeah. DB Cooper could have been, yeah, living at my house, mm-hmm. burying his treasure in the backyard he the entire have. time. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, absolutely, could have. It's legitimately. I mean, have you actually never? A percentage have you possible. used it in your backyard? Yes, I've used it some. I haven't canvassed the entire thing. Okay, you got to grid it out, man. Yeah. I'll find worry some, about that. No, find some treasure. I'm not going to tell you when or I'm with. I'll be doing that. Okay. I will tell you something I'm doing in my backyard, though. I uh, I talked about this the other day because somebody's been stealing from me, and I hate people that steal from me. Somebody's been stealing out of my backyard. I borrowed a trail cam from a friend. What's a trail cam? So a trail cam is something usually hunters use it. And they'll set it up out in the woods. It's a camera you can strap. It's like all weatherproof, like a weatherproof box. And you strap it onto a tree or something like that. And it's uh, triggered. It's a motion detected uh, trigger. So so when you go by, it'll take pictures, however many. You you could have different settings. It can do video or pictures or whatever. Uh, This one, I've got it set to take three pictures in a row. And the best part is it's got like infrared uh, vision on it. But Ooh, like night vision, night vision. But it, it when it takes the picture, like the uh, there's just like an infrared flash, but the person standing there can't see it. Oh, so they don't know they're getting their picture taken. Okay, that's good. You're setting this up today. Yes. Are you going to set out also like some bait? I'm thinking about setting up some bait. Okay, yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, I'm thinking about. Because I want to catch whoever's been going back there. And, you know, we had some gift bags stolen, sensitive I don't, issue. We don't even talk well, about Well, okay, that. but the thing is, they've obviously got a taste for it now. So what if I set up, like, a gift bag-looking thing in the backyard? I'll fill it full I of, don't know. It's, it's too I don't know soon. what to put it in. Well, then, uh, I have to have some kind of a bait. And something that I'm not going to be a want to, you know, something I'm okay losing. Because they may go off, but I'll get their picture. So if I set something out back there, I don't know what I would put in it, though. What should I put in it? You should like find an empty bottle and pee in it and then cork it and then put it in there. <laughs> well, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. That's that's a possibility. Yeah. And I want them to try and take like a big swig and then like, be, like <laughs> catch it all on on the pictures. Yes. <laughs> um, OK. Yeah. And then shame them. OK. And then post it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then post what? Like this person drank the urine I put in that bottle. <laughs> yes. Like, they my, trespassed. My back. They can be. That's an. My that's, back porch urine bottle. That's, that's an arrestable <laughs> offense. That's my back porch urine bottle. So not only, not only are they drinking your back porch urine bottle, but mm-hmm. they're trespassing, and that's what you can get them arrested on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I I could I could pee into a bottle, and put it back there in a in a fancy bag. Ed in the chat saying I would hate to be on Sarah's shit list. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a. Kind of a scary it's, thing. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I scare me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Mm. Me too. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, anyway, that's that's what I'm going to set it up. So we'll see what I catch. I'll probably catch some weird animals. Who knows? Maybe I'll catch a Sasquatch back there. But there's all kinds of different things. I think that I could be, uh, we, we could, it could be pretty exciting. The kind of things that come up out, out of this thing. Urine bottles. Urine Ooh. bottles. Or what if there's like a whole party that goes out in my backyard at night and I don't even know about it? 
There's not a party going on in your backyard. There better not be. You should put like some, a whole. You should get like uh, I don't. I'm not t- saying that you should play with your bottle of urine when you're done with it, but you should also put some like food coloring in there. So when they try to take a swig, not only are they drinking pee, but then it stains their mouth. And so if they walk <laughs> around, they like a purple mouth full of pee. <laughs> you get. You have some dark places you go to. Why do you want to see somebody drink pee because so somebody much? Because took, somebody they took my gift bag, and there was like $200 worth of gift certificates in there. And I, I think about that every time I pass some of the places that I remember the gift certificates are from. And I'm like, oh, I can't afford to eat there. But I would have been able to afford to eat there if I had the gift certificate, which I don't have because some crackhead stole it off of Greg's back patio. Yeah. No, I realize. I realize. It sucks. It sucks. Whoever stole that, they've stolen bikes from the backyard. They've stolen a bunch of random things. And I do want to get a picture of who it is. I do want to see who it is. Dyed urine. And <laughs> you want to go with the dyed urine. I'm never drinking anything you give me again. Just somebody make a note of that. Just somewhere. Just for down the line. Sarah's advocating dyed urine. Just want to make sure that's public record. For thieves. For trespassing thieves. Who are people who have wronged you? Who are breaking the law. Have you never done anything to anyone who wronged you? (laughs) What have you done? Have you peed in something before and made somebody drink it? No. Ew. No, no, no. But I've left, like... (laughs) What have you done? (laughs) Nothing. Sarah, what did you do? What did you do? I didn't do you anything. did something. What did you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> what did you do? I didn't do, do anything to you. <laughs> did you do something to me? No. What did you do to somebody else? Admit it. Confess. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Nothing. What did you do? Okay, no, and I did nothing. Okay, what does your friend do? <laughs> <laughs> My friend who lived in Portland in this really awesome apartment who had her rent raised and had to move out. This, this is my friend. Decided to open up cans of tuna fish and leave them in the vents when she moved out. Because some greedy fucker decided to move in and raise a rent $300. My friend. In the vents. And she made sure to do it like right before she left so that it would take a, you know, take a few days. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) My friend was very upset because her landlord was a complete asshole. All right. How how was your friend's rental recommendation when uh, they went to rent? Oh, no, I had already, she had already gotten the other place. She was already gone. She was moved out. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) That landlord was an awful person. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. And make sure you get your deposit back. Just do it the last thing before you give the keys.
somebody legally sing for me. This is for satirical purposes. Nobody actually did this. No, I understand. No, nobody would ever do that. All right, first up, have a story out of Omaha, Nebraska. I want to give a big thanks to my pal Ginny for sending this my way. A dad in Nebraska accidentally got super high when he ingested some brownies that he found in the back of his car. So this is what happened. A 53-year-old man was unloading groceries in Omaha, Nebraska, and apparently found some brownies in the back of his car, which his adult children had been borrowing earlier that day. Oh, no. He decided to eat four of them because he was hungry. Well, the man's wife told police that he started to act strange (laughs) and have some bad anxiety when they were watching television. (laughs) She tried to call her children to ask, but couldn't reach any of them. Uh... Let's see. So police ended up showing up at the house, followed by one of the children who had called the police after they had realized what their dad had eaten <laughs> and told them that the he was pretty sure that their dad ate the brownies that they had put pot inside of. Uh, so the son told police that the brownies belonged to his siblings, not to him, of course, just to his siblings. <laughs> Paramedics were called. To oh, the I'm scene. sure his, his brothers and sisters or whatever were happy. Yeah, right. Really? You ratted us out? That's <laughs> like my brother doing that to me. <laughs> It was Greg's. Uh, so, all right. And people are asking me about this tuna fish thing. Let me just say for the record, my landlord gave, the her landlord gave Who's? the house, the girl that I'm talking about. Yeah. The landlord gave the house as a pet project to this really, do you, do you remember this person? This person who was n- not nice because they're just like, here. Wait a minute. What? What? Where? What? What are you talking about? Oh. Oh. What are you talking about? I'm muting the microphone for a second. What? Okay, because that's what it sounded like. I mean, I might have. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, paramedics were called to the scene and noted that the man's vital signs were normal, even though he was freaking out. However, this is my favorite part. The man was behaving strangely, crawling around on the floor, profusely swearing, and kept calling the family cat a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it must mean he really does secretly hate the, that cat. He might secretly hate the cat. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, the man reportedly told paramedics he felt like he was tripping. <laughs> he did not want to go to the hospital, so paramedics helped him into his bedroom. The man and his wife were told to call 911 again if he started to feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> the pot brownies eventually wore off, and police have not filed any charges. Oh, they didn't file charges? They did not file charges. Okay. So what was the guy's it, name? Uh, it doesn't say. It's okay. Just a Nebraska dad in okay. Omaha, 53 years old. <laughs> oh, man. I like the one headline, tripping, tripping Nebraska dad insults family cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. It's getting warm in here. Wait, where is Oh, my... minor marijuana possession hasn't been an arrestable offense in Nebraska since the 70s. Wow. Nebraska is a little progressive. All right. Look at that. I'm trying to do this thing. Greg, are you getting warm? Uh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm starting to feel it, Greg. Next up. Pizza Hut 
has come up with a new creation, and they have made a musical pizza box, which they say turns dinner into a full-on rave, being out of touch with people since 1996. Now, Pizza Hut has just introduced their DJ pizza box, which looks like a standard cardboard pizza box until you open it to find touch-sensitive decks, a mixer, and other controllable buttons, which is apparently a thing. Oh, you can maybe use this for digital trends. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, the Pizza Beat Box. Pizza Beat Box. That's what they call it. So, of course, that's what you want to mix with electrical equipment is greasy pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, was created by a company called Novalia, which is a London-based electronics company. Now, it connects to a computer or smartphone via Bluetooth. Button icons on the box control playback and mixing and can even increase and decrease the pitch of the track. So, I don't know how they did this on a, on a pizza box. So, uh, so the DJ Pizza, pizza Boxes are available uh, in only five of Pizza Hut's 350 UK Kingdom outlets. So they're only available in the UK. So if you get one, you should probably send one our way so that way yep. we can try it on the show. Send it on back. Yes. Uh, so they're not saying exactly which ones it is where you can actually get these, but uh, you can follow their Pizza Hut UK Twitter feed for hints on where you can find it and get your own DJ Pizza Box. Sweet. Yeah. Speaking of pizza... Got a pizza story out of Florida next, Greg. Florida. A Florida judge has banned a Florida man from ordering Florida pizza after police say he has caused more more than six hundred and sixty-seven dollars in losses with his pizza prank calls. Uh oh, that's up to no good. <laughs> oh, he's a serial pizza prank caller. He's a serial pizza pranker. This uh, man's name is Randy Riddle. Rand, good old Rand, Randy Riddle seems like he'd be up to no good. Doesn't he? Uh, it seems like a really like a second rate crime. <laughs> no, like a villain, <laughs> like a super villain. Like only the Riddler's not... like second cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Randy Riddle. Randy Riddle. <laughs> well, Randy Riddle, 49 years <laughs> young and old enough to know better, was arrested uh, at the beginning of August on multiple counts of theft and making obscene or harassing phone calls. Uh, so Randy Riddle was released after posting his $5,500 bail. But a judge has ordered him, in addition to that, to refrain from being able to call for any pizza delivery in Florida ever. Ever? Ever. Well, I mean, at least for now. I don't know how long they can make him not call pizza places. Yeah, I mean, how can they really enforce that? Well, the judge said a defendant shall refrain from calling any pizza establishment and or making any harassing calls or his bond shall be revoked. So So who was he ordering pizzas for? Well, for no. Well, he wasn't really ordering them. He was just harassing them. So here, so this is what happened. So this is out of Sebastian, Florida. Uh, Sebastian police say that Randy Riddle made prank phone calls to several local pizza places. Uh, they said his calls, which came from five different phone numbers and some sometimes included using fake names, led to delivery drivers being sent to vacant or non-existent addresses to deliver food that was never paid for. Which is why it all led up to over $667. And then but we just sit there and laugh and... Yeah, well, he said investigators say the business has lost a lot of money as a result of the fake orders. They also said Randy Riddle would sometimes call the restaurants just to complain about the quality of their food. Now, Randy Riddle was previously convicted about eight years earlier of making harassing phone calls when he lived in Vero Beach, Florida. He was never arrested for it, but now he's moved on over to Sebastian, where he is no longer able to order pizza. (laughs) I just found a picture of Randy Riddle. He's uh, he does look like a second rate supervillain. Did you find it? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, he's scary. 
He does look like a Randy Riddle. Randy Riddle. Mm. <laughs> From Florida to Florida, this is a Newman story. Out of San Carlos Park, Florida. A Florida postal worker. I, I three. It's like a three for pizza. Mm-hmm. This is uh, so. This has to do with the pizzeria. Uh, a Florida postal worker has been caught delivering mail not to people, but actually dumping it into a pizzeria dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Newman. Yes, a Florida pizzeria's <laughs> security camera was rolling when a postal carrier decided Just to drive it in a, a dumpster. Drive it to a dumpster, and unloaded hundreds of pieces of mail into the dumpster. So, uh, so. The owner of the pizza parlor, his name is Louis Renato, owner of Luigiana's Pizza. It's all pizza for you today. And the, I know, I think I'm hungry. Uh, in the town of San Carlos Park, said he was shocked when a security camera recorded a postal driver, who was a woman, uh, driving up in a U.S. Postal Service truck and dumping what appeared to be hundreds of pieces of mail into his dumpster. <laughs> he said, at first I thought she was just dumping out some trash. I didn't think much of it. When she flipped the bin over, I could clearly see that it was a ton of mail and letters. <laughs> I called down to my wife because I was upstairs. I said to check the garbage can. I just saw something really, uh, really bizarre. Surely enough, she confirmed that there was a bunch of mail uh, in there from people and lots of postcards. Somebody was um, checks and payments. There were bills and personal letters. Uh, the dump mail also included uh, business flyers. He said, uh, let's see. So the U.S. Postal Service says the pieces of mail were recovered from the dumpster and will be delivered <laughs> to their intended recipients. They do not say whether or not the woman is going to be punished. For dumping all of the mail into the dumpsters, which I would think that might be a fireable offense, but they yeah, didn't, I mean, they that's didn't isn't it? That. Uh, well, they haven't fired her yet, so the security well, they might not be able to fire has her. been turned over to investigators with the post office inspector general's office. But certainly, that's I mean, it's a f- that is a federal offense. But yeah. the tampering with mail—that's yeah. like a jail. I mean, that's your one job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's not your only job as a. Delivery. Pro- that's that's really though what it is. You're delivering the mail. Mm-hmm. And there are lots we've of got some listeners who work for the postal department. Yes, department. we do. A few actually. I wonder if they could let us know what would happen if you just <laughs> threw it out. Well, I think we just figured out what would happen. Like you can't do that. Well, yeah, I know you can't the mail do never that. Stops but I mean, great. what's really going to happen? What's the punishment? I don't know because I guess if I'm you're a about. federal employee, like maybe you don't get punished as severely. Well, that, that's what I'm asking. That was a really postal. good, but yeah, I, I just worded it different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. You're, no problem. you're correct. And finally, at a date in Ohio, a man has been arrested after being suspected of having sex with a van. <laughs> All right. A man in Switching Dayton, Ohio, up. was facing indecency charges after a witness reported seeing him attempt to have sexual relations with the front grill of a bright red van parked in a parking lot. Now, it says attempt. Did he... Was he, he successful? To, he tried to mush it all in there. He tried Was to he mush gross. it. Gross. Yeah. Uh, officers responded to a call. Kale the snail. He's <laughs> just smashing it. Just smashing it. Just mashing it around. Officers responded to a call uh, Tuesday evening and found the suspect, 35-year-old Michael Henson, 35 years old, wearing only a sexy pair of black shorts and a pair of black shoes. Uh, so Henson was taken into custody and put in the back of a squad car while officers spoke to a witness. Uh, the witness said that she saw Henson approach the van, pull down his shorts, and then put his genitals into the front grill of the red van parked on the side of the road next to the parking lot. Oh. Now, after he finished gyrating, he passed out in the front yard near the van. <laughs> now, Henson woke up and was walking away from the sexy van before police came on the scene. Officers who questioned him said that he appeared to be, oh, intoxicated. 
officers uh, contacted the owner of the van who said that he was unaware of any incident of what had happened to it. Or how sexy his van or was. Or he didn't realize how sexy his bright red van was and its grill. Uh, Henson was booked on public indecency charges and taken to county jail while he remains on $2,500 bail until his arraignment. There you have it. So no matter how sexy a van looks, don't don't touch something yeah, Unless it's your own van. I suppose, like in, in a closed garage. Yeah. Where nobody's around. Sure. Do your own thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Free love. <laughs> there you have it. Pizza stories and a sexy van. That's your world of crazy. That is indeed crazy. I have something that's actually not crazy. <clears throat> and it's very serious. Okay. That we need to talk about. <sighs> Some news has come to my attention. Okay. Some groundbreaking news that I believe is part of what I coined last year to be as the year of the squatch. Oh, no. This year is the year of the alien. It's the year of the alien. This is the year of the alien. But this is a carryover from last year. And in these kinds of years, it actually stretches out a little while. I'm talking about squatch years. <laughs> like the hitting noises where they're communicating. <laughs> oh, that's that was a squatch awesome. banging on the uh, woods. A stick on a tree because they were communicating with their fellow squatches. And I believe that one was actually recorded in Oregon as was the latest video evidence of Bigfoot's existence. And here is what we have. Oh my gosh. This is coming from the state of Oregon. Could I cannot find where in Oregon but a wooded part of Oregon could be right out here. Could be right next to us could be right outside of Portland. And this is the video that has been posted. There is a man who strapped a GoPro onto his dog. Okay? So he's got a dog. Oh and his dog... Of course he strapped a GoPro onto his dog. Why wouldn't he? Yes. And his, he strapped a GoPro onto his dog, and the dog went for a little jog through the woods. Dog's running through the woods and running along and down a trail, middle of the woods, and when you stop for a second, you just don't think you don't think about it. You're just watching this video. You slow it down, back oh. it up. Clear evidence on the footage of a large hairy creature looking over at the dog and then walking across the path and scurrying into the woods. Walking on two legs, long arms, hairy, looks like an ape. It's a Sasquatch. Oh, that's definitive. That's just that's just it. I think I've said all of the evidence that mm. needs to be cited there. Yes, the dog's GoPro once slowed down. Yes. Enhanced. No, you don't have to slow it down that much. I mean, the video is pretty clear. Uh, I've got a, I've got a copy of the video. I've got a YouTube link to it. Um, my computer's freezing up, otherwise I'd pull it up right oh, now, which I know would too bad. Which I know isn't going to help. We'll, we'll mm. post a link to it. We're not. Uh, no, no, we'll we'll post a link to it. Um, but yes, it is very clearly. I mean, without a doubt, evidence that there is a Sasquatch in those woods. There's a Bigfoot in the woods. So, right wait, so where is this? This is in Oregon. It's in Oregon. I don't know where in Oregon. Greg, you have to be more specific. I've looked and I've looked, and I cannot get that kind of information. It's not available to me. They're probably waiting to talk to the authorities, and there's probably going to be some big press release about this. But very clearly, there is a Sasquatch on this video. I am telling you right now, if you're listening via podcast, go to our website. We'll post a link to this definitive proof that Bigfoot exists. It is there. 
He has been discovered in Oregon. I'm hoping to get these people on the show. I want to team up with them somehow. I want to cash in on this because uh, I've believed the entire time. And uh, maybe you can merge like with the Squatch Hunters and your metal detector gang. Like you guys can be some. Big, oh, that's just... a lot. We could definitely form an alliance. Mm-hmm. An alliance could be formed. But there we go. Definitive proof: Bigfoot does exist. <laughs> I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, we do have another scandal that's going on. It's happening. Oh, I think I've heard a little bit about this one. This one, uh, this one's still breaking right now, but I'll, I'll fill people in on what we have going for some ball talk here. Everybody can thank me later for the news about Sasquatch. I know it's going to be kind of, kind of big stuff. So is this bigger than the Gil- Gilman Burke? Patterson Gimlin? Yes. We're not sure yet about that. I like how naturally it just comes to you. Patterson Gimlin? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. I don't know yet. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So the Olympics oh, God, I, are happening. I'm sorry, just back to your Squatch Watch really quick. I'm just yeah, looking what? at people sharing this. Every single person that has shared this Bigfoot thing, it's like uh, crazy people. Minus Norm, but like I'm looking at all the people that I'm friends with, like, you know, peripheral, like conspiracy theorists. What are you talking about? I mean, you're sharing your Sasquatch news with a bunch of crazy people. I didn't share it. It you was just shared did to with me. Your squatch, with your Squatch watch, I you're choosing it now. to believe it. Yeah, but I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I just saw a pattern of all the people that were sharing I'm it. not crazy. Yeah, that's entire. That's not Bigfoot. All right, let's talk about the Olympics. That's a Sasquatch. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. So the Olympics are happening right now, Sarah. No way. The Olympic Games taking place in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Brazil. And there's been a lot happening with them. Um, you know, of course, there's uh, all kinds of good stories, happy stories. There's all kind of, kinds of stories about Brazil messing up. There's a story about the water. But the biggest story so far, at least here for the U.S., kind of overshadowing anything happening in the games, has to do with swimmer Ryan Lochte. Now, Lochte's known from, I mean, he's been in the last two Olympics. He's won a lot of medals. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for Michael Phelps, he might be the most famous U.S. swimmer. I mean, I guess he would be, but if Michael Phelps wasn't around, he would be a much bigger deal. But, you, you know, you, when you have somebody like Michael Phelps around, that's what it is. You play second fiddle. Yeah. Still, big-time swimmer. Multiple gold winner. And the other day, he went out with three of his other fellow American swimmers, went to a party at the French house, wherever they were staying, and on the way home, he claimed that they were robbed at gunpoint, Mm -hmm. that their cab was pulled over, um, and a guy got out with a badge, but he didn't have any lights or any identification other than a a badge, told them to all get in the ground. Ryan Lochte said at the time that he refused to because they hadn't done anything, and he said the man pulled a gun and put it to his forehead and told him to get down, and he got down, and then he said that they took their wallets but left their phones and their watches and their credentials. Yeah. That was the claim. Since then, the Brazilian government, there was a judge who said uh, they were they were trying to find evidence of this. They couldn't find evidence. They actually 
went to the Olympic Village and demanded to talk to two of the swimmers. Ryan Lochte had already left the country. He's not in Brazil anymore. Mm-hmm. The other guy they couldn't find at the time, but now they've started to track them down. And as more evidence has come out, what is really uh, now essentially established, not even essentially, it is established, that's not what happened. That didn't happen. They weren't robbed. Nobody pulled a gun on them. Because video evidence is turning up right now. What? From a gas station, a shell station, where these guys supposedly stopped. Now, this was sometime between... Uh, I, I think they have the time on timestamp on that video, but it was sometime between like 4 and 7 a.m. So these guys were partying. They were wasted. Mm-hmm. They went to a shell station, and supposedly they couldn't get the door to the bathroom open. And this and all these details are still coming out, but here's the basic. So this is happening basics. right now, like coming out now? Yeah. Um, and they just decided to start peeing on the side of the building. And security guard wasn't happy about that and came over and was talking to them. At some point, they broke the bathroom door by slamming into it, so they broke the door off for the actual bathroom, um, refused to stop peeing, may or may not have gotten into a fight with the security guard, but from everything I'm reading, the video evidence is showing that the security guard did have a gun, but he at no point ever pulled it out. Oh, wow. Um, It was just a bunch of drunk assholes who were (laughs) fucking with their gas station, and then they left. And one other thing they're saying of why they were missing their money is because they they gave it to the station manager before they left. The police were called, but they were gone before the police showed up. Wow. So they tried to give the guy money to make it go away. Why they went through all of this story of talking about getting mugged and at gunpoint and all of these things is what the real mystery is. Because, look, that's a, that's a dumb shit thing to do. You know, they got really drunk Mm -hmm. and they peed on a building I've done that before myself and you know then broke a you know they acted like a bunch of jackasses but that's not the end of the world yeah you know it's yeah okay that was really stupid why why would you do that but making up this whole story of getting robbed and stuff stolen and all of these things. Oh yeah, people that clearly go to, there's like, no evidence. Measures. I I remember I talked about this when I lived on Whidbey Island, and there was this girl, uh, or like this guy. I think it was a guy who said that he had stayed at like he had stayed out late with some of his friends, and he was going to get in trouble with his parents. So he had said someone tried to abduct him. Oh, I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, and they like had this sketch, and you know, I lived in a small town, so it was like huge news. Yeah, and they tried and, to find him, and of course, yeah, and they tried no. to find the guy, and eventually, I think it was like a, a guy and a girl or something that had claimed that this guy tried to abduct them, and for a week, like because they just didn't want to admit that they, you know, stayed out too late. Jesus. So the whole town's looking for this person that didn't exist, and I'm like, that's a, that's an extreme level that you take that to. Well, this is where it's at right now. So. um... The the police actually pulled the two of the U.S. swimmers off of a plane and brought them back into town to get their statement on the record. Wow. Which, that's kind of an unprecedented move on its own right. But Brazil is really, really sensitive about this stuff. They know how the world views them. And so, if that didn't happen, they are pissed that it's giving them oh, all I this bet. bad publicity. And that's embarrassing for America. Yeah, it is. I mean... It is. That's the thing, like... If they were just drunk jackasses who, completely wrong, I'm not justifying it, but if they were just drunk assholes at a shell station, they broke a door and paid for it, you know, give them a fine or whatever. But making up this kind of a story is just so stupid. 
Like, why? Why go to such lengths? It just seems like, it, like you don't think too. that somebody's going to pay attention to that, that U.S. athletes in <laughs> Olympic athletes, mm-hmm. medal winners were robbed at gunpoint, that nobody's going to pay attention to that story. People are going to pay attention to that story. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, so that's where it's at right now. Um, you know, more and more is coming out. I don't believe they've the swimmers have given a public statement yet, not that I know of, although this is just kind of breaking as, as we're talking about it. Um, there was some speculation that where they actually were because they're saying they may have left the French party and that there's like three hours of missing time. This is one of the things I read. There are lots of places you can go in Rio de Janeiro to find um, company. Mm. And if they're, well, whatever kind of company you want to go and just talk to somebody alone in a room, perhaps females, that they're speculating maybe they did that and then they just got wasted and didn't want to admit to any of it. I don't know. But it's really dumb. So we're going to have to wait to see what comes out of this. Um, Yeah, that's just stupid all around. But yeah, it's overshadowing a a lot of things right now. So there we go. Ryan Lochte, not good swimmer. Not the brightest. Not the brightest bulb. No, it doesn't seem like it. Does not seem like it. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'll just leave it at that. Wow, Greg, it's getting pretty warm in here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure is, Sarah. That's all. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for that update. No problem. Just mm-hmm. wanted to let you know. Breaking news Breaking from Sarah. News. Mm-hmm. From Sarah Dillon. Right there. Hair in a ponytail. All right. Uh, I think we've done enough work for today. I think so. Send us an email at funemploymentradio@gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call 503-575-9120. Uh, one thing of notes for those of you who don't know, and those of you who already do know, I want to remind you, I do some shows for a website called digitaltrends.com. And I do three shows a week for them. And then I also host some other videos. But today is a show called Trends with Benefits. It's kind of a roundtable where we talk about different random tech topics. Nothing's too serious. Uh and uh, it's just it's a lot of fun and it broadcasts live on YouTube and then it's available as a podcast on you know, iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere you get podcasts but we will be live on YouTube and digitaltrends.com both at 2.30pm Pacific today and special guest on today's roundtable is Mr. Keelan King I know him you may have heard of Keelan King before I have heard of him he will be joining us on the roundtable he's very famous yes very famous guest and maybe one of my best buddies. Aww. Oh, How cool. Yeah, so definitely tune in for that. Digitaltrends.com or like I said, YouTube. When do I get to be a guest on Digital Trends? Do you want to talk about tech? Sure. Can you talk about tech? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, if you guys can support, if you guys can support, anything helps. And you know, and it makes Greg look good and it's a really good show. So just do it. Do it. Yeah, do it. Absolutely. I'll be watching Greg. Yay. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Greg. All right. So that's okay. us on YouTube. Um, like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show, we are going to be joined by comedian Mark Normand. Mark Normand will be joining us here mm-hmm. uh, right around 9.30 a.m.-ish, and then we'll have our regular show at noon right here on funemploymentradio.com. Or maybe earlier, depending on how warm it is. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Might, we might do the show earlier. We'll post on Twitter, whatever we do. Twitter and Facebook and all those places. So follow us on there. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.